It's all about networking and linking up arm in arm and seeing what we can do to help change this world. If all of us work together and support each other, women would win around the world. And what I had to learn is that empowering women cannot come from a place of selfishness. You can't be selfish when you're doing hard work. You can't be selfish when you're trying to inspire and uplift and motivate. It has to come from a place of selflessness. This is She's About Business, and I am Daithia Garns, the Impact Coach. The following experience is not for entertainment purposes. The conversations expressed on the show are meant to be expressions of purpose, faith, truth, and inspiration. This show, properly entitled She's About Business, is meant to be a testament of the ability to pursue lives of purpose, excellence, and determination, being virtuous, honest, and about business in every way. You are encouraged to respectfully and lovingly share your thoughts and give feedback on the show. But most importantly, you are encouraged to be impacted, to live your very best life with love and in faith. My hope is to impact the world one show at a time. Now, without further ado, this is She's About Business, and I am Daithia Garns, the Impact Coach. Welcome to season three of the She's About Business show. Always first giving honor to God and my Savior, Jesus the Christ, and always being very grateful to you, my fabulous sisters and fabulous fellas who continue to listen to the show each and every week. Thank you so much. Don't forget to visit theimpactcoach.net or diethiagarns.com, whichever you can remember and spell (laughs) to connect with me, get your copy of my books, become a co-author on my latest project, and even download my Impact Coaching app for your dose of inspiration from yours truly. Now, the goal for this season is to make some inspirational magic with other fabulous sisters. More specifically, I'll be talking to savvy moguls who are making moves. These savvy moguls will be answering six questions to give us some structure, which of course is important to me. The first two questions and the last question will always be the same for every guest. But to give us some fun, which is also always a priority for me as well, the three questions in the middle will be pulled from my bag of 20 questions. Now, these are not just some little short, simple questions. These are very deep questions. You guys know me. (laughs) These are questions that are going to really help us get to the heart of these women and to really get to know them and understand why they do what they do. So I am excited. Let's let the magic begin. Welcome to episode two of season three of the She's About Business show. My guest today is Regina Ross. Regina is devoted to the mission of helping others learn how to walk on purpose, and she credits her high school chemistry teacher with helping her enlarge the vision for her future, and she's been on a mission to do the very same thing for others ever since. She's going to tell you more about that later, but Regina is a trained facilitator, business and ministry leader, and ICF certified leadership and life coach. He helps her clients enlarge their vision clarify their focus, and bring out their very best to help them achieve and sustain their goals. 
Now, I've experienced working with this wonderful woman firsthand, and I'm so very proud to have her on the show. Thank you for being here today, Regina. I really appreciate you being on the She's About Business show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And I've already read your bio, so the people listening know a little bit about what you do, but I want to get to the core of why you do what you do and who do you serve? Yes, uh, thank you for that question. So I years ago when I was in high school, I did not have any plans to attend college. I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I had a chemistry teacher, Miss um, Tina Bowling, uh, Miss Gaffey at the time, but she's now married, who saw so much potential in me. And she uh, actually made me fill out this application to go to a two-week uh, minority introduction to engineering program at a local university, Auburn University. Wow. And that um, started me on my path towards higher education. Mm-hmm. I filled out the application. I attended the program. I ended up attending Auburn University and graduated summa cum laude with my degree wow. in engineering. And so just that one person who was just a teacher, right, who wasn't my guidance counselor, who wasn't, um, you know, my, my parents, she saw potential in me and said, you, you are going to live up to your potential. And so I, I was actually um, chatting with her last week on Facebook and just, again, thanking her for seeing something in me that I did not see myself. Yeah. And I told her that because of that, these, you know, 30 years later, I have continued to try to pay that forward by mm-hmm. seeing potential in others and helping them to unlock and unleash their potential so that they could be all that God intended them to be. That is why I'm passionate about coaching and consulting and developing talent and ministering to people because there's there's a hidden gem that's lying within them dormant sometimes and they need someone to see it and to speak to it and to bring it out. And that is what my coaching business is all about. Walk on purpose, find your purpose and walk in it intentionally. That is what my ministry is about. Daughters of Destiny Women's Ministry, helping people to realize, to unleash and to harness the full potential that God created in them. That's so awesome. And it's so amazing how one person, one person, so, you know, be so impactful to our lives. And I think that's what it's all about. And, you know, kudos to you for, you know, recognizing that there are people out there who actually need you to see something in them that they can't see in themselves. Right. That's amazing. I I think that, you know, I do that sometimes when people don't ask me to, (laughs) (laughs) but I think that is such an important, important thing that you're doing. So again, it's just so amazing to connect with you. All right. So that was question one. So let's move on to question two. And you answered that beautifully. So thank you. Thank you. So Regina, it's been said that over like 90% of people have some kind of entrepreneurial dream or idea, but only about 14% take the leap and they actually take the chance to make that happen. Right. What was the defining thought or occurrence or moment that made you say that this is something that I absolutely have to do with my life? I think that's a great question. You know, I've been in corporate America for you know over 25 years and doing a lot in that space. And it was when I realized there's more that I have to give, more people that I want to serve that I'm not able to reach in my corporate job as a business leader or an HR director. And so um, as I begin to uh, to see that lack 
uh, in terms of who I really wanted to reach. And, and you know, women in ministry, the, those who are ministry leaders, uh, people who are transitioning in between careers, and they weren't people who worked in my company in my, for my employer. I'm like, I've got to reach those people. I've got to okay. serve them. And so that led to me uh, starting my own business. And actually, I had coaches who were coaching me about, you know, fulfilling my destiny and reaching the, the dreams that, that were, were within me. How do I harness that and how do I move forward in it? And there's a, a saying, um, I think it came from a, um, a Disney um, cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's a bit unnerving when a servant isn't serving. And so I was feeling like this unnerving, that there's something in me that has to be birthed and it has to go out. And it was unnerving for me to not serve those people that I was called to serve if they didn't work for my employer. And so that is when in 2015, I really took it seriously, this call, this mission, and started my walk on purpose coaching and consulting business and, and treating it as a business so that I can reach the people that I'm supposed to impact. And that's so crazy because it's like, it's something inside of you that kind of knows that it's supposed to be bigger. Right. No, not, not in a haughty way, not in an arrogant way, but it's like, you know, you're in this box, maybe working for your employer. And it's like something inside of you is like, no, it's, it's bigger. I have to reach people outside of this box. Exactly. Exactly. And there may be people that only I am called to reach. Right. And, and it's not about, again, what you said, it's not about me, but it's about who I'm called to serve. And if I sit on my calling, if I, if I lay down on that business idea and the, the things that are being downloaded into me, just think of the people who will go unimpacted and unreached because I didn't step forward and do what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. You're called to a certain group. I'm called to a certain group. And if we don't move forward in that call, there's people who are going to miss out on, on the, the blessings that we have to bring them. Absolutely. And we are all so glad that you took the lead. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. So now we're at the fun part. So as you know, with the way that I'm doing things this season, everybody answers the first two questions. And the last question is always going to be the same. Okay. The three questions in the middle, I get to pull out of my hat Uh-oh. a question. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're at that place. So let me see what I have for you. Okay. Okay. Let's see. This is exciting for me too, because I'm always so anxious to see what it is. <laughs> All right. This is a good question. So as you know, I I always, you know, tease myself and say that I can be a bit long winded, but I wanted to make sure that these questions were really deep and and really, um, they have multiple parts sometimes, but if you need me to repeat the question, you know, just let me know, but this is a great one. So, all right, here we go. In my work, I meet so many people who have struggled with a lack of self-care, poor patterns and behaviors, and even mental health issues, a lot of times due to past trauma. It's often very difficult to break some of those patterns because they're often, they're normal, right? Mm -hmm. Also often very difficult to get people to work to accept, heal, and work to conquer mental health issues, which are actually very common in this traumatic world. Have you had any struggles with poor patterns, poor behaviors or belief systems, or even with mental health that took you a long time to discover, break, heal, or conquer? And how did you overcome those things? 
That is a great question. And it's um, long. <laughs> no, and I'm so glad that you brought that up. There is um, so there's is something that I call limiting beliefs. Mm. And I have been um, trapped in limiting beliefs or stinking thinking um, for some time about certain things. And I tell you, it is um, it is pervasive. You know, sometimes it does manifest itself in in even greater concerns, you know, um, PTSD or mental health challenges, but we, I think as people in this human condition that we're in, we struggle uh, at all times, uh, all of us at some time or the other with limiting beliefs. And so there's, um, there's work that I've done with my professional coaching. Uh, there was a personal foundations um, workshop and training that I had to go through to to, uh, to complete my professional coach training and certification. Mm -hmm. And so I've taken that and I've actually hosted several uh, workshops on fortifying your foundation. Mm -hmm. I've, um, I've hosted retreats for women um, about loving themselves because oftentimes as women, we put other people and other things above ourselves and we're at the bottom of the totem pole. And so we, uh, we're so busy serving and trying to give to others that we end up being depleted. And there's something that's there. And, and I will tell you, for me, my limiting belief that I have struggled with for years is this belief that I have to perform and produce in order to have value. Mm. So God has done a work in me in breaking that limiting belief. And um, I've, I did a lot of research on this, actually, because I really wanted to understand where it was coming from for myself. And then how do I help other people get free? And so there's a, a resource that I've developed, and I'll be posted on my website uh, this week, of um, four steps to breaking limiting beliefs. And it's based on the research that I've done and then my own progress through breaking that limiting belief. And it's a really cool exercise of how do you identify it? Um, how do you explore it? How do you challenge it? And then how do you reframe that limiting belief? Wow, that's amazing. I love that because I think that everybody, you know, deals with, with something. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, like you mentioned about like PTSD, a lot of times we only want to acknowledge that with members of the military, which of course mm -hmm. we we know, you know, the awful things that they have witnessed and, and suffered and things like that. But a lot of people, you know, just a lot of children, a lot of yes. in general are walking, walking around with PTSD because of things that they've experienced just within their homes. Right. Yeah. And that plays out, you know, within our communities on a daily. It does. It does. And, you know, I will tell you this. I mean, me being an African-American woman um, of, of faith. And so oftentimes what I've seen in our black community and particularly our black churches, we aren't real about our struggles and what we're going through. We put on the happy church face and, yeah. and, and, uh, and we don't deal with those issues. And there's things that we've got to uncover and unpack um, so that we can invite the Lord in to heal in those areas. But if we don't acknowledge where we're sick and where we're broken, we can't get the healing that we need. Exactly. Oh, girl, that's such a deep conversation we can get into. I know, right? And, and you, we, we're going to have to do a part two. <laughs> break protocol. That, that, is, that is so absolutely true. I think that, you know, and I'm going to just say this and I'm going to move on to the, to the next question. But you, you really touched on something deep because, you know, it, the answer is not always just one thing. You know, that's right. That. They can pray their way free, you know, or they can take medication and get free. 
Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, God created multiple things. Of course, that's right. Prayer and we need deliverance and we need healing in that way. But he also gave doctors. That's right. Counselors, therapists, counselors and life coaches mm-hmm. gave us the duty also of helping and doing the work. So it's not just one answer. It's, it's often multiple things that we have to do to get free. And I think sometimes, exactly. you know, within the churches and like you said, within the African-American community, they only think that it's supposed to be that one answer. And then people on the outside, they look at it and they say, oh, people think God, you know, they blame it on God, but it's not him. Exactly. It's the people who are, who are trying to control people and trying to keep them within that, you know, confinement. Exactly. So that's a really, really deep conversation. You got to remind me that we got to touch, touch on that. You know, and there's just one, one more thing I want to say on this, because it really is striking a chord with me. There is um, someone I heard on uh, the Christian radio a few weeks ago. He calls himself the counselor to the pastors um, because there you see many cases uh, where now you have people in ministry who are committing suicide, who are struggling with mental health and who aren't getting the help. And again, the help comes in many forms. You can't just pray your way through everything. Sometimes you do need therapy. Sometimes you, and, and what this particular, um, this man of God said is that we, we acknowledge that sometimes our bodies get sick mm-hmm. and we need to go to a doctor for physical uh, help, right? Whether it's a surgery or something, why don't we acknowledge that sometimes our, our minds um, get sick right. as well and we need some, that same type of uh, help, you know, through the, the medical community. And so I, my heart has been, and, and I think we talked about this maybe a little while ago, but I've been doing a lot of work in the corporate space of uh, coaching clients and, and uh, helping people. And God has really called me over this past few months to start focusing on coaching ministry leaders and women in ministry, because who do these pastors go to right. and these people who are trying to serve and give, they can't download to their congregations. You know, they feel like they've got to have it all together. And, and my husband and I have been in ministry for over 20 years and we know how difficult it can be when you feel like, okay, who do I go to, to, to download and to talk in a safe space. And so that's why I've been uh, working in this past few months to shift my coaching business to, to yeah. expand and to focus on helping those and coaching those and reaching those who are in ministry who have given their lives to help and serve others. Yeah. And it's so amazing that I actually pulled that question out for you. I'm really glad. I know, right? That was the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of how I wanted it to go. I want him to lead and, you know, kind of see where things go, but I knew that you were doing that work. So I, I know that you have a, a very unique perspective on the whole um, mental health and ministry yes. and that topic. But one of the things that I realized when I, you know, just being who I am and doing the work that I do. And then, you know, um, as I told you, I want everything that I do to look like Jesus, right? Don't me, don't see she's about business, but I want people to actually see and feel him. That's right. Whenever we step out there in ministry of any form, we have to understand that if we are not mentally well, physically well as as well, you know, Uh people will hold that against God. Yeah, it's a reflection on him, yes. Yes. And it shouldn't be, but that's just the way that it is. And so when I realized that, I began to really take things more seriously when it came to me getting myself together because- Exactly. Listen, you know, people are going to talk about you and and people will put you down no matter what you do. And I can accept that, but what I cannot accept is, is 
unbelievers who may, you know, be looking for something, looking at us to turn away from God because of my behavior or, you know, me coming out and saying that I represent him and then I'm not getting myself together. There's a, there's a huge responsibility. Yeah, involved. It It really is. And I, I just would pray that people would start taking that more seriously. None of us are perfect and life is hard. Like I said, we live Mm -hmm. in a very traumatic world, but, you know, please, please, please take care of yourself mentally as well as physically. Amen. Amen. Okay. (laughs) All right. So let me see what I pull out this time. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Great. This is so fun. Okay. Let's see. Okay. This is a good one. Look, I think they're all good, right? I'm biased. (laughs) Okay, so the whole purpose of this season of the show is to come together with other women and show what magic we can create together. Mm -hmm. Looking at things such as reality TV, we can see that there's this culture where women try to get ahead by pulling and putting other women down. Why do you think this is and what can we do to change it? You know, there is... I don't know why we feel the need to compete. And actually, I was um, I just finished reading a book called Holy Hustle by Crystal Stein that really blessed me. And she talked about um, there was one chapter where she described us, you know, in our hustle, Mm -hmm. grabbing the mic and getting on the stage and trying to be under the spotlight so that we can shout out our message to the, the audience. Yeah. And in this dream and this vision that she, she actually um, painted this vision was that um, she saw a bunch of women on the stage under the spotlight and then no one was in the audience. Mm. Right. Because we were so focused on competing against each other um, that we weren't focused on complimenting and collaborating. And we were shouting to the, at the tops of our, lungs and the top of our voices, look at me, look at me. But then there's nobody out there in the audience that we were really ministering to and helping. Uh-huh. And so that imagery s- stood with me. Ooh. And, and right, you know, because it, it is, so are, are we striving or are we serving? And I think that is what makes the difference. If we are yeah. serving, we're not trying to compete against each other. We're not trying to, you know, show each other up, whether it's reality TV or, or um, social media, you know, looking at how many likes we have against somebody else's. It's like, who am I serving? And am I making a difference in their lives? And if I can collaborate with somebody else and we can come together, joint venture partnerships. I mean, the thing that we're doing together is about serving who we're called to serve, right? And so if I know that I'm in my space, I'm in my lane doing what God has called me to do, focus on my assignment who I'm called to serve and who I'm called to impact, that is who I'm going to serve. No one else can take the place that I'm, I'm called to, to, to minister in and I can't take someone else's place. So stop trying to compete. There are people that only you can reach, that only your flavor and your style can really resonate with and, and impact. And why should I try to step into your space and do what it is that you've been called to do? Amen. I got a little passionate about that one, but uh yeah, me too. That's that's why I'm doing, you know, what I'm doing. I'm sh- I'm I'm trying to be an example and show, hey, listen, yeah, I've worked hard to create this platform, but now I want to share it with other women. That's right. You know, like because that is how I can really, really 
make the impact because together we're stronger. Yes. So thank you for saying that. That was amazing. I agree with everything you said. Yeah. All right. So this is the last one that we're going to pull out of the hat. So okay. These are good. Yay. Oh, I love this question. Okay. This one always makes me want to tear up. I don't know why, but I'm just so glad I got it for you. I can't wait to hear your response. So what is your legacy and why is it important and whom is it important to? Yeah. Other than you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that question. Um, and, and it goes back to why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. So I believe God has called me and commissioned me specifically to help people find their authentic purpose and to tap into their potential so that they will have fulfillment and value and satisfaction at the end of the day. And so uh, at different seasons, God has called me to minister to different people in different ways, whether it be through talent management things that I'm doing, you know, with, for my employer, uh, there's things that I'm doing with, um, survivors of domestic violence. Mm. And I'm, I'm really being sensitive to how God is asking me to, to reach out and, and, and to impact those people. But that's what it boils down to of who, um, what, what purpose is it? Why, why on, on earth am I on this earth? Right. Mm. Why did God make me and why am I here? And so it's, it's really um, targeting those individuals that God has called me to serve and help them find their purpose, walk in it, and, and be um, successful the way that they define success. So it's not about fitting into someone else's mold, right. because how the corporations define success or your neighbor defines success or your family, like break free from all of that and be free to be who you're, you're called to be. I was talking to someone earlier today, um, this, this young man that I ministered to on through work some years ago and just congratulating him on a new position. And he's like, Regina, um, I've, I've thank you. And I remember what you've taught me and the advice that you've given me years ago. We worked together over 10 years ago to be my authentic self and to lead the way that um, I was designed to lead. And so, uh, and, and so I, I see those imprints and that is my legacy. Like who have I, poured into? Who have I been able to help where they are being who God has created them to uniquely be and they're creating value and they're finding fulfillment in that because they're defining success on their own terms. There's a quote um, that I, I report back to this, this young man. Um, and this is one of the best leadership quotes that I've heard in, in a long, long time. Leadership is authentic self-expression that creates value. Wow. So that's what I'm about. My legacy is helping people to authentically express who it is that God has called them to be in the space that God has called them to be in, in a way that creates value um, and fulfillment without burnout. Let me add that, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. when, again, we get into striving. Um, so if, when you're in that space, you're in that sweet spot of being authentically who God has created you to be. You're realizing your potential, you're moving forward in it, you're serving, and you're doing it in a way where there's value and there's fulfillment. You're not striving and you're not burnt out. And so that's why I'm, I'm doing things about maximizing impact with margin. How do, you, how do you do what it is that you've been called to do in such a way uh, where you have balance? Because I think we, we sometimes we get so 
out of balance. And like you said earlier, we can't serve uh, others well, and we don't represent God well when we are out of balance and when we're not taking care of our physical self and our mental condition. And so that is what my legacy is. How do you maximize your impact with margin in a way that honors God, that creates value, and that brings you uh, fulfillment, right? Not just temporary satisfaction, but really fulfilled. So when you when you are dead and you have got something written on your tombstone, you can see the indelible impact that you have made in the space where you have been called to be. Yeah. Amen. And I think too, you know, one of the things that I love about you that I've learned and, and we, you know, we haven't even known each other that long. And I feel like we have so much great stuff that we can do together. But just in that little time, one of the things that I noticed is that you have this amazing ability to really hone in to what God is telling you to do. Yes. Like, it's like, if he tells you, you know, help these people, help these people, you know, I would probably get that a little, you know, get a, get a little off track, but it's like, you really just hone into it and you have created this way of working with, you know, people in ministry, but then you also work with people in, you know, domestic um, balance, you know, and I just love that because I think that's also such a great example because, you know, when you are really tuned into what he's telling you to do, things kind of flow. That's right. Versus what we want to do. And I think sometimes I get caught up in what I want to do, but when Mm -hmm. you really hone into what God wants you to do, like what she's about business for me, everything flows. And it does you know, have just kind of seen that with just, you know, looking at some of the different things that, um, that you've done. And another thing I love about you is, and I'm just speaking from my heart. I wasn't Thank planning you. on Thank this, you. but the way that you kind of honed into what was done for you when the teacher, you know, she, she impacted your life and you took that and you said, okay, I'm going to, you know, pay that forward. And yes. I feel like you've been doing that consistently with the things that you do. So I think that's also a part of your legacy. Like, you know, being being selfless and paying things forward and giving back, you know, what was given to you. So that's I, right. Yeah, I want to honor you for that. I want to thank, thank you. you. For, yeah, for doing all that work. Cause I know that it's not easy. I know it's hard, but you do it beautifully. Yeah, it is. And and it's hard for someone like me who's a planner. I'm an engineer, right? So I like plans. <laughs> I like to have my, you know, things laid yeah. out and then God comes in and interrupts and like, uh, mm-hmm. no, I want you to shift. I want you to like, okay, God, but I've already, uh, but Lord, <laughs> so right. we'll have a conversation and then I, I get in line. <laughs> get in line anyway. And I was just telling somebody that the other day, like when I finally fell more in love with God's will than my own will, that's right. Everything began to shift. Things didn't get yes. perfect, but the way that I, began to navigate in my life and the way that I began to just be able to, you know, take, take stuff without falling apart. Like I saw so many improvements when I gave up my weakness. And, you know, you, you have people say, Oh, see, that's what they want you to do. You know, they got you mind control and you, you know, but it's, it's a very personal thing. I didn't get that from religion. I didn't get that from from a one-on-one relationship with God. Yes. I'm so thankful that I got it that way because had I gotten it in the church or, you know, from mm-hmm. a pastor, then maybe I would question that. But I know yes. I got it from a one-on-one relationship with him. And, you know, I'm just so grateful. So I love to see 
somebody else who's like walking, you know, so deeply in God's will. And like I said, we don't get it perfect. We always, that's right. You no, know, cause our will dies hard. Right. You know, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, I do see that in you and I'm so thankful to have you as one of my partners in life, as far as Thank you know, you. Stuff that we do as women and, you know, as a coach, a fellow coach. So I'm really honored to know you. So I do like, likewise, likewise, you've been a blessing to me. I feel like we're kindred spirits and we haven't known each other long, but, um, just, I love what you're doing and and being about business and about God's business and the lives that you're impacting. Um, so thank you for your obedience and for your spirit of excellence. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I hate to get to this part, but I have my last question for you. (laughs) I don't want you to go, but our last question is what's next for you and your business and how can our listeners connect with you? Thank you for that. So I I spoke to a couple of things. The one program that I'm working on building now is Maximum Impact with Margin. So it's taking from a lot of programs that I've done before in the corporate space, a few programs I've done um, outside uh, externally and bringing it together into an online program that can be uh, do-it-yourself, also a mastermind group as well. And so um, that program, I'm actually, um, I will post it on my website later this week, a waiting list. And there's a survey also. So I'm doing more market research on on how people want to receive this program. Because usually what I've done in the past is um, a lot of uh, group coaching events, live events. And so this will be the the uh, first time doing a more of a do-it-yourself um, online program. That's kind of the world that we live in now. So yes, um, my website is walkonpurpose.com, walkonpurpose.com, and you'll see the waiting list there. Um, also, the resource that I mentioned to you earlier about limiting beliefs. You know, as we end uh, this year and, and go into 2020, I'm really wanting to help people to end the year strong be reflective about like, where are they and where do they want to go so that we can enter into this new year and this new decade uh, with a focus and with a fervor for just being greater and being excellent in in what it is that we've been called to do. So I've been creating and putting out resources to help people evaluate where they are Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and to get ready for the the 2020 season. So that is on there as well. Um, So walkonpurpose.com is where you can connect with me. And I look forward to serving those that uh, I can serve. Amen. Well, Regina, again, it's time for us to close out, but thank you so much. It's been so amazing to, you know, just do this interview with you, but not just that, but just getting to know you. And, you know, I'm so thankful that you came on here today to join me and partner with me to help people you know, walk on purpose and be about business, right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Because they're, they're, you know, very um, similar things. And and like we said before, you know, we are both coaches, but we understand that we can do some great things together. Absolutely. We can both still be great and we, we are called to serve different people. But just you coming on here, putting our minds together, putting our hearts together, it's been amazing. Like I said, I don't want it to end, but that's all the questions that I have, unless I go back into my... <laughs> I know, I know. No, this, is, this has been wonderful. It's been wonderful. So thank you. Thank you so much for, for inviting me on and, and giving me space here and uh, allowing me to connect with your audience. Um, you're just 
an amazing woman, uh, a businesswoman, a woman of God, and I appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you, and likewise. And we will talk soon, and I definitely hope that you will come back on the show. I'm hoping to be doing this for many more seasons, and, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing what God has for us and, you know, just how many ways we can be of service to his people. That's right. That's right. He has great things in store for you. I'm speaking it. I know it. Uh, So I'm grateful. Amen. Thank you so much, Mrs. Regina Ross. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You too. The She's About Business Show is directed and hosted by Daithia Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Guy Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business Show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit She'sAboutBusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.